Hi, this is Kevin Kessinger, former Ole Miss baseball player, son of Ole Miss Hall of Famer Don Kessinger, and dad to Ole Miss All-American shortstop Gray Kessinger, and your local community banker with BNA Bank. BNA Bank has invested 125 years in our communities, and we know the needs of North Mississippi businesses better than anyone. As a commercial lender with BNA Bank, my priority is Oxford, and I'd love to help you and your business with any lending needs. Visit www.bnabank.com to learn more. BNA Bank, local, invested, modern banking. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Welcome in to this Monday edition of Talk of Champions. I'm your host, Zach Barry, taking the wheel once again. Ben Garrett on the road, working still. Ben, good morning. How are we doing? Zach, I knew this would happen. Everyone knows by now, or if you've been listening to the podcast for over a week, I am on the road to South Carolina for a wonderful, um, stress-free family vacation. And yet, I talk to you on this Monday morning. Why? Because Chris Beard, as we've been telling you, is coming. Will soon be named, or has been named, the head coach of Ole Miss basketball. It's a huge deal. What's up? It is. 23rd head coach uh, in the uh, history of the Ole Miss program, uh, replacing Kermit Davis. You reported it last week, and it has been building, and it has now been officially, officially announced. He is the head coach, four-time conference coach of the year, 2019 national coach of the year. Um, I wrote about it with a recruiting angle. Jake wrote about it. You've written about it for weeks. Uh, A guy that is known as a tenacious recruiter and a guy that can build a program um, virtually from nothing, um, which is perfect because right now Ole Miss basketball is – they're in the cellar. They're at the bottom of the SEC, and they need an influx of not only talent and excitement, but a guy like Chris Beard that has a history of rebuilding or just building a program. So this is this is a monumental hire for the athletic department and for the, uh, the university in general. On paper, far and away the most accomplished head coach Ole Miss has hired in any sport. He's arguably top five in the sport at his position. Um, but I think unequivocally, if you polled coaches around or just college basketball people around the country, Chris Beard is a top 10 coach. And having taken Texas Tech to the national championship game, to the Elite Eight, both things, either one of them, even if he just got to the Sweet 16, would match or better the greatest accomplishment in Ole Miss basketball history. Ole Miss, to its credit, I mean, or to his resume, has nine NCAA tournament appearances ever. He has more on his own. He's taken three teams <laughs> that were not in great places to the NCAA tournament since 2016. Three different programs, Texas Tech, Little Rock, and now Texas. So this is a big deal. This is a game changer. This changes everything. And, yeah, Ole Miss has been in the cellar, but we've talked about this before. It's not as if the cupboard is bare. And you'd say, wait a second, the results were awful, 11-21. Uh, won four SEC games if you combine the SEC tournament win over South Carolina. But Jamin Brakefield had a really good year. And 
I feel like even though he entered the portal yesterday, first of all, he could get a waiver because his coach got fired to not have to sit out. And there are schools that are very interested in Jamin, but he still does not have freedom of movement like others who have not used, like Amari Abram and James White, are both also in the portal. They're one-year penalty for transfer. He's used his after coming over Ole Miss from Duke, but I've heard that Jamin is one of the very first people, one of the first players that Chris Beard is going to want to talk to. Um, because Chris Beard, when he looks at Jamin, I mean, he had a tremendous year to Jamin. I mean, yeah, last year wasn't a good debut for him, but of all the troubles this year, all the struggles, all the uh, negatives, he was far and away a clear positive. He, he stepped up and he could be a part of winning basketball. So he's going to be one that um, Chris definitely talks to. Another one might be Amari Abram. There's some defensive concerns with Amari Abram, but I think that Amari's got a real good chance of coming back. If he wants to come back, he might want to change the scenery. So that, that's the part of it that you don't really know because it depends on what the player wants to do. And then assistant guy, I mean, Al Pinkins is out there, former AK assistant. Um, he's a beard guy. Yeah. I've heard He'll, that Wynn Case, Wynn Case was, could be a part of this staff as well. Like there's okay. talks about him being retained. He's right now calling recruits for Chris Beard. But we'll see. I don't, I don't know what necessarily he's exactly going to do. I think that the Georgia Southern head coach who was just fired, I think his name is Berg, I think he's going to be on the staff. But other than that, there are a lot of yeah. different options. But two that – Definitely need to be on the radar, at least for Ole Miss fans, or Al Pinkins, and potentially the case. Yeah, Brian Berg just let go at Georgia Southern. He has worked with Chris Beard. Al Pinkins, I was told, um, is supposed to be in Oxford today. Um, there you go. He's he's worked with Chris Beard. He uh, was essentially Todd Golden's right-hand man in Gainesville this year for a Florida program. Uh, he's known as a guy that's worked – um, worked wonders with the front court. Uh, he did it with Murphy Holloway and Reginald Buckner at Ole Miss, and then he's done it with a number of guys at Florida. Um, familiar with Chris Beard, what he wants, uh, from an assistant standpoint, and then also who he likes to recruit, who fits his scheme, his program, the mentality, the culture of what they want. He knows all that. Same with Brian Berg. Um, some other familiar names, you can read them all at omspirit.com part of on three uh i broke down a couple uh a couple names that make a ton of sense for him um glenn cyprian who was an assistant for brian berg at georgia southern he has worked everywhere three decades in the business also coached in the nba d league um coached a number of nba players he's a name that is out there uh and then chris ogden who was a former assistant coach at texas for Chris Beard, worked, uh, I guess, close to almost two decades um, in Austin overall. He's the all-time winningest player in Longhorns history. He played for Rick Barnes, and then he was the head coach at UT Arlington uh, before getting over, um, or I should say, returning to Texas to uh, be on Beard's staff. And then the one wild card, he's out there, Bill Armstrong, the head coach at Linkier Prep, uh, a post-grad um, academy in Missouri, and they have a ton of talent. He's another name that's out there. There are, there are some some lingering NCAA things uh, that could potentially be a snag there, but his name is out there as well as the Well, the one thing I want to say about Bill, and, and you mentioned the NCAA stuff, that, has to go, that goes back to his time with uh, Will Wade at LSU, and Will Wade still doing the potential of a show cause. He's about to be the – or he has been named, has been named. 
the head coach of McNeese State. And that tells you everything you need to know about real wage status, I think, because for a yeah. team like Ole Miss or, or whoever it might be that – I mean, obviously Ole Miss got the best coach available in Chris Beard. But right. for a program that had it not gone their way with Chris Beard, Will Wade is somebody that you should be talking to, not talking to to him or engaging him at all, should tell you all you need to know about where I, I guess any program of any kind of consequence in Power Six is thinking about Will Wade's immediate future. He'll be back on the biggest stage in short order. But um, Chris Beard was always from a purely basketball point of view, and that's what we're talking about here. Chris Beard was always the home run of all home run hires for this basketball. And quite frankly, even with him being available to Ole Miss when he otherwise wouldn't be because of the off-the-court stuff, it's remarkable that this is happening, even though we've been saying it was going to happen for a week, right? I, I was talking to David on this podcast last week, and he's gone to South Carolina, too, for spring break. And I said, hey, man, you know, it's going to be Chris Beard. Do we think it'll happen or an announcement, a press conference by the end of the week so that we're not on the road when it's happening? Sure enough, on the road, but it doesn't matter because the best – outcome is occurring and Chris Beard is now the head coach of Michigan's basketball. And it's a game-changing hire, like I said, it's a home run hire, whatever you want to call it. I mean, it, it seems even asinine to say, like, what do you grade it? Because we would all grade it an A+. And it's hard for me to hand out A-pluses because that means everything's got to go right. So maybe it's an A because you just say, uh, you know what, uh, philosophically, I'm not giving out A-pluses. I would still give it an A-plus because Ole Miss basketball has hired its best on-paper coach for any of its big three sports ever. Uh, Mike Bianco has a decorated resume and a national championship on his resume. But when he was hired, he came from a smaller school to Ole Miss and then built Ole Miss to what it is now. In yeah. football, Johnny Vault won championships in the 60s, and Lane Kiffin's had probably the most consistent modern-day success. You could argue for uh, Houston Nutt, potentially back-to-back Cotton Bowls, but let's be frank here. Houston Nutt led them to 2-10, the worst regular season they've ever had. So there's really no argument for anyone else, and that's why – while for many Ole Miss fans out there that are listening to this, they're probably thinking to themselves, you know, it's basketball. It's always been the third sport. No, it isn't. And Ole Miss isn't making that kind of commitment. So now it's time for the Ole Miss fan to change their perspective. You're hiring a coach to go win and win big. Basketball can never be looked at the same again at Ole Miss because of the commitment they're making with Chris Beard. This is completely program-altering. It changes everything we think. The expectations have to change. But, of course, he's going to get, is Chris Beard, a good runway to make this work, because almost basketball, you've already said it, they're in the ditch. But the cupboard isn't bare, and you expect competitiveness. I don't know what's a realistic expectation. We have to see what the roster is, how he fills it out. I think it's going to be very portal heavy outside of however however many handful, like just a handful of the current players you want to retain. We're talking at most five, and I don't even think it's five. Uh, it's going to be very, very portal heavy. We have to see the roster, but still you expect competitiveness in year one. This is not oh, we're just going to, you know, we're going to grow with the coach. We're going to go hire so-and-so from a lower level, Dusty May, whatever, and just take the growing pains and hope for a big reward at the end. Now, when you hire Chris Beard, because I, pr- I promise you, he's coming in thinking this way, oh, we're winning next year. So Ole Miss fan then has to make the commitment the same way, oh, that we're all in it too. And I think you're going to see that. You've already kind of seen that sentiment play out and bear out um, on message boards and social media and stuff like that. I mean, I think season take sales are going to be – um, are going to be a, a record, you know, because when you hire Chris Beard and take the bullets you're going to take, and those bullets don't matter in the grand scheme of things, uh, you're doing it with the expectation that you're trying to alter the program. I think it speaks to Keith and what he thought of, of what he needed to do, that he made this move, that basketball is sport. 
needed the most um, significant injection of relevancy it's ever gotten. And there's only one hire to make that, to, to get that, the only one hire to make to get that, and he did it in Chris Beard. So it's huge. It's huge. And I wish I could be there tomorrow at the introductory press conference. I think it's going to be like a late afternoon. I'm not positive, but I know there's a meeting meet and greet. With, I, think um, it's, I think it's at big, 5 p.m. Yeah. Central Time. There you go. I haven't seen it yet because, again, I'm driving. So 5 p.m. Central Time, Chris Beard's going to be the official head coach. I think by then we'll all finally go, okay, this is real. Now what can you yeah. promise fans do to help? Yeah, it was um, – I, I think in the beginning – it was a it was a long shot because you thought well because of he's such an accomplished coach and that, it's all this basketball in that, way, in that way it was but yeah. i told you this before you know this i'm not telling you anything you don't know i was told from the get go even though many others in in my field came out very strong and said oh that's not happening i was told very early on no matter what you hear the noise that comes out chris beard will be a candidate for Ole Miss until they name a coach. Fortunately for Ole Miss, um, well, it depends on your perspective, I guess, but from a basketball perspective, uh, Ole Miss just hired the guy. They went and got the biggest fish. They went and yeah. got the most accomplished coach they could possibly get, one that would never consider them otherwise, but he did, he is, he is now the head coach. This is different. I mean, everything we think about this program is different today. Yeah, it, it quickly shifted from, hey, pie in the sky, this is our top guy, to, okay, this is very real. And then the interviews went well. All the background research, vetting, all of that stuff, all the fine print, everything lined up. Keith Carter, Glenn Boyce um, moved rather quickly, um, all things considered. And they operated, uh, I think, at a pretty efficient level. I think they looked at other candidates as well, other candidates that are that were currently coaching at the time and are still currently coaching. And um, it, you know, it made the most sense, you know, literally and figuratively, that you focus all of your efforts on the guy that is unemployed because he's not in the middle of coaching and trying to make a run to the NCAA tournament. And it just so happened that that guy is the most accomplished and best candidate that's on your board. Um, yeah, I think and, things... he's, and he's already put together the roster. I mean, and um, the staff, we can, we can say that. Yeah, we can say this now. I mean, he's been in Oxford all weekend. I yeah, I'm pretty sure he was there all weekend, all weekend. And the tampering portal window has been open since January. Yeah. Um, he knew this was coming. I know that the window for the first or just, yeah, the, the portal window today opens up officially it almost has three players in and a bunch of other players are getting in i guarantee you he's already down the road with a handful of, if not at least a couple of players that could potentially be added to this roster that will be significant transfers he's that kind of recruiter chris beard is not thinking to himself well at old miss we got to do this we got to go no chris beard is the program he knows he's the program um old miss just assumed the identity of his head coach just like it did football with Lane kiffin um, and he's going to go and be in the, the highest of recruiting battles. Now, he might not win as many because Ole Miss doesn't have that name recognition yet, but if he does what Chris Beard has always done, and that's win quickly with who he is and his reputation, there was only one coach that could walk into literally any gym with Ole Miss on his, on his uh, you know, patched into his shirt and mm -hmm. everybody taken seriously, and that's Chris Beard. 
The big thing for me, looking at what he's done on the recruiting trail, and as we transition to make this a recruiting conversation, he's not only done well at the prep level, getting blue chip guys left and right. Uh, he did it at Texas Tech. He did it at Texas. Um, he's gotten guys to the NBA. Uh, Jarrett Culver, Zaire Smith, um, and, and you know Mac McClung, all these guys that he's coached at various stops that have gotten to that next level. I think that's huge, and that's something that is not talked about enough. Is Ole Miss has, has had some guys be really successful in college, but they have not gotten to that next tier. And I think now that you have a head coach in Chris Beard that has done that multiple times, it's not like a, you know, well, he, he got that one guy there. He got that one guy that was a third round pick. Like, no, no, no. He's gotten a couple lottery picks and he's done it at a consistent rate. And he has also attacked the portal. I think that that's a, a big thing as well. He completely revamped that roster when he got to Austin, Texas to take over the Texas job when Shaka Smart left for Marquette. Um, I mean, he added Tyrese Hunter, Timmy Allen, Devin, uh, Devin Askew, Marcus Card, uh, Dylan Disu, and Trey Mitchell. It was a, a combination of some portal guys and some blue chip prep guys. Um, Arterio Morris is another one that they added um, out of Texas, but he's recruited not only well in the portal and he's gotten guys to the league. I think one thing that I pointed out, he's a well-traveled head coach in terms of recruiting. He's gotten guys from Florida, Wisconsin, Massachusetts, Illinois, California, Connecticut, Nebraska, Italy, Georgia, Virginia. So like it's yeah, Texas, you're at the, you know, the the flagship or whatever they want to call it, the the 100 acres there in Austin, Texas. There's tons of basketball talent in that state because it's one, it's a humongous state, and two, it's a very good high school basketball state. But he didn't just get everybody from Texas. Like he was going everywhere. And I think that that's huge for Ole Miss because Oxford, Mississippi is not a huge metropolis. It's not close to a huge metropolis. Like you've got Memphis right there. And I guess you could consider Jackson, Mississippi, somewhat of a big town, but it's not like, you know, Atlanta's pretty far away. Birmingham is, is not a quick trip. Um, you know, he, he's going to be able to have that cachet on the road, you know, not only as a winner, a guy that's, um, Right now, as a head coach, has a 237 and 98 overall record. Um, you mentioned the three trips to the tournament since 2016 with three different programs. Um, he's a career 11 and five in March in the NCAA tournament. Um, and he's a perfect five and oh in the opening round, so he's made it to the round of 32 um, five times. I think the biggest thing for Ole Miss is that nationwide reputation of I can get them, I can coach them up, I can develop them, and I can get them to the NBA. No, I agree with that. And Kermit recruited really well on paper. Um, I think the biggest problem with Kermit's program was developmental mistakes and um, a lack thereof with certain players who are succeeding elsewhere. So where maybe Kermit really fell short in the latter stages of his career because he's now retired, he says, I do think he's up for a, a handful of lower-level jobs that would make a ton of sense for him. So it's going to be completely up to Kermit whether or not he wants to get back in or not. Yeah, I think that Chris, even recruited simply at the level of Kermit, uh, will, will be successful, far more successful on the court. Uh, this year was just a complete disaster for a number of reasons, one of which was the redundancy in the transfer pool that Chris Beard just simply will not do. He's not going to go sign four defense-first non-shooters. 
Now he loves defense. I mean, that's his calling part. But he's gonna. I mean, modern modern basketball, which is we've been asking Kermit, or we did, we were asking Kermit for years. Y'all gonna speed up? Y'all gonna be out of three hundreds of tempo? Uh, y'all gonna shoot more threes instead of being second to last, if not last, in in three points attempted? And every single year, the priest is, oh yeah, we're gonna be faster. We're doing this, this, and this. This is what we did you know, on the foreign tour, on the foreign tour, and we're a lot different. This guy could. And it never happens. It's the same team every single year. I think Chris Beard is much more adaptable in that way, uh, simply because he's proven over his, the course of his career that he's adaptable, and he's still not a finished product. It's, like, we know what his key tenants are, but he's not a finished product. He's not stubborn to maybe a more traditional style that uh, was regressive or, or trapped in, in early stages of basketball. He's going to modernize it. He's going to be defense first, but he's going to attack the floor and go find guys that can really score. Um, and, and Ole Miss had some scores, but just never had the right mix of scores. And, again, that goes back to developmental mistakes. So I think that's where, with Chris Beard, you have one of the best developmental coaches in college basketball and where Ole Miss can really take off, too, even if they're only recruiting the exact same level as Kermit. It's a new year, and that means setting new goals for yourself and your family. And there's no better time to throw financial goals into the mix. Because the past year has been stressful for lots of people, me included. So why not take this opportunity to reevaluate where you are financially and where you want to be down the road? And that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group and wants to help you set your financial goals and work towards a more secure financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186 for a no-cost consultation. That's Thomas Chandler at 662-296-0186 to get started today on your journey to financial health today. And Ole Miss fans, Morgan Wallen is bringing his One Night at a Time tour to Vaught Hemingway Stadium April 22nd and April 23rd. Tickets for both nights are still available and start at just $78. To purchase, visit MorganWallen.com. That's MorganWallen.com. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head. And PXG has nailed the fitted breathable my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. The sun's a-shining in Oxford, Mississippi. Cookouts in the Grove. Beer showers. It's just the very best time for an Ole Miss Rebel to get out and get going. Carry front door peace of mind with you everywhere you go with Eufy Video Lock. Never has home security been so easy. Eufy Video Lock, an all-in-one security device for your front door, allows you to keep an eye on everything back home. And it's so easy. Installation requires only a screwdriver, so ditch those house keys forever and give Eufy Video Lock a try today. There's no monthly fee, and Eufy Video Lock has customer support on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. Go ahead, have your home as fun in the sun with the assurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock's built-in camera can tell you who's at your front door from the comfort of your poolside chair. So search Eufy Video Lock today. 
That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. It's concert season, and concert season is all about the boots. Already Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen lighted up at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. He should have gone with Tecovis, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan and the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tecovis store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. He actually has a similar mantra to Kermit in terms of defense and being, you know, tough, aggressive, but he still plays an exciting brand of basketball where you can be a very defensive first. We're going to defend you one through five, full length of the floor, but you can also still play an exciting brand of basketball. And I think that that's what was lost with Kermit in the later years was, you know, they, they just, it was so slow. And when you're not extremely efficient and you don't score it, enough you know defense can only carry you so far you got to score more points than the other team um and i think that that's the 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 perfect marriage that beard has been able to accomplish in all of his stops is and they will defend their ass off and they will get after you but they will score and they will be exciting and he will get top talent that can put the ball in the hoop i think that's what's going to be the difference and i think that's going to be what excites Ole Miss fans the most, you know, we, we know about him going to the national championship game. We know about the elite eights, the sweet 16s, all of that. We know about, you know, all the recruiting, but I think the product on the court, you know, at the end of the day is what matters, obviously. But I think that that's, what's going to be the most attractive and the most exciting thing for Ole Miss fans. And I think that, like you said, they're going to probably set some season ticket records because people are going to be, people have been itching for this to happen. I, I don't think the, the attendance issues and the lack of excitement around the program had anything to do with anybody's interest in supporting Ole Miss basketball. It's just hard to do when the program is just not getting it done. I, you can't really blame anyone. But now that you've got this guy that is a legitimate top five coach in his sport, in his field, and as we talked about last week, I mean, Ole Miss is now the best trio of men's coaches in the conference. The big three, football, baseball, basketball, I think it's without a doubt the best grouping. Well, just think about it this way for basketball. If you go around the conference, where would Chris Beard rank amongst the uh, the SEC's head coaches? He's number one. Uh, he put him right there next to Calipari because Calipari has a title. How about that? Yeah, Calipari's, Calipari and then Nate Oates. Yeah. Bruce Pearl. That's, that's, it's the same kind of thing. It's the same company, conversation. And that's the point. The, the commitment is different when it's Chris Beard um, from all aspects and, and all angles. 
is completely different. So how we view this, and that's why it's crazy to think, considering how things have gone the last couple of years. But yet here I am going, all right, if I had to put the over under on overall total wins for Ole Miss in 2023-24 in basketball, I would set it to 18 and a half right now. And that sounds crazy. Just think about it. Ole Miss historically yeah. has not won. I mean, 21, well, 20 wins a season used to be like, oh, that's that's a great year. And I'm already said 18 and a half in year one when they've only won seven combined SEC games and won 11 games this year. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, if you try to to quantify how much a coach is worth, how many wins is, is just a coach worth? Chris Beard is one of those where you can go, oh, yeah, they're plus five at least. There's plus, plus five. Now, we have yeah. to see the roster. We don't know what the roster is going to look like, but his his approach to roster building is going to be different than what you're used to, what you were used to seeing in the tournament, even though the results on paper as far as recruiting rankings and stuff might be the same. Are you ready for this? This is since he's been at the Power 5 level. Or, excuse me, not Power 5. Division one level. After he left, he had one year at McMurray and then one uh, – which was in CCAA, and then one year at Angelo State, which is Division Two. Little Rocky won 30 games, 30 and five, round of 32, regular season tournament champs. First year at Texas yep. Tech. And didn't, they, and didn't uh, Little Rock have some big win in the NCAA tournament? They upset. Somebody. They defeated five seed Purdue in overtime. Yeah, and that was a really good Purdue team. Yeah, so year one at Texas Tech, 18 and 14, six and 12 in the Big 12. Year two, he wins 27 games, 11 in big in the Big 12, tied for second in the conference. They go to yep. the Elite Eight. In Texas Tech, I mean, they've never been – they had never been historically any good in basketball either. They, they've only won two, no. I still think to this day, um, conference championships, and Chris Beard's responsible for one of them. The first ever yeah. Big 12 conference championship. And that's why it sounds crazy, but their first season in Texas Tech under Beard won 18 games. So I would put the over-under at 18 and a half. And right now today, because it's introductory day, introductory press conference day, introduction day, oh, I'm going over. I'm fired up. I mean, this change yeah. is almost basketball. Never before in my lifetime, and I know I'm not that old, I'm only 37, never in my lifetime has almost been this committed to basketball. You can say, oh, well, the pavilion was committed. No, it wasn't. I mean, that was catching up to the times, man. I mean, look at the yeah. tab pad. It's still sitting on campus, bar- raccoons infested in that spaceship. <laughs> this is different. This is a completely different level of commitment. Yeah, I mean, before he arrived, Texas Tech was, was you know, kind of a retirement home. I mean, you had Bob Knight that did his swan song there. Tubby Smith was was aging. He left for Memphis, but, I mean, he was way past his prime. It wasn't Kentucky Tubby. Year three, he wins 31 games, wins the Big 12, and, uh, you know, finishes runner-up national championship game. Um, and then the COVID year, he wins 18. Tournament gets canceled, obviously. And then his final year, round of 32 appearance, 18 and 11. So really good coaching job there, winning eight, you know, just 18 games, quote unquote, and still getting to the round of 32. Once again, winning that first round game. Um, Texas, first year, they win 22 and they get to the round of 32 again. And then this year, before um, being removed from his post as head coach, they were off to a seven and one start. And uh, I believe we're top 10 in the country. So Texas, Post Shaka Smart was really looking for a jolt in the arm and and really trying to invest in basketball and to really push that, you know, hey, we care about basketball. You know, we're obviously, you know, football first and and baseball has a huge, huge history there with with Augie Garrido, but they wanted to invest in basketball. And Chris Beard got there and handled it. Um, You know, I wrote about it in my assistance piece about um, 
I believe it was Brian Berg that he put in charge of, you know, student engagement and student involvement. He, he put a, a staff member, Hey, go out there, talk to the students, get them fired up and bring them to games. I mean, they had like a student only game that had almost 3000 people there. And then yeah. they set, they set records for, for season ticket uh, sales. So he's a big time um, program promoter. Like I've heard he's, he's hard nosed, he's tough, but he's tough because he's a really hard fighter for his program. So he expects, like he expects to go into Ole Miss and you might be wondering to yourself, why Ole Miss then? I think it's for a number of reasons and not the least of which what Keith Carter, as far as freedom gave Lane Kiffin, Chris Beer was not going to get that anywhere else considering his circumstances um, as far as at this level, like he would at Ole Miss. Ole Miss was in a desperate position. Let's be real. Ole Miss yeah. basketball has been completely irrelevant outside of AK's consistency and Rod Barnes and and Rod Barnes and Rob Evans's NCAA tournament appearances. Completely irrelevant and some stuff in the 80s. I, I get it. There have been some moments, right. but nothing consistently successful and certainly not competing at the highest level in college basketball. Not Ole Miss. The, the greatest accomplishment in school history is a Sweet 16. It was awesome. Joe Zon Darby is still one of my favorite brothers. He wasn't even one of the better players on that team. Love Joe Zon Darby. He used to be, pretend to be Joe Zon Darby in the backyard. But listen, Ole Miss basketball, I love it. I do. And I've been waiting for a kind of commitment that would show that they really want to win. This is a really want to win move. I don't know what's next. I think that the first place we start is because the portal's open and he's been hired, is going to be where he attacks the portal, but also the assistants are going to be key. And he's already got. Uh, some potential assistance calling around. I mean, you got win case making calls. So it's going to be interesting to see how he fills it out. But I think in the, in the short term, if you're wondering, okay, now it's done. I don't have to freak out anymore. Uh, the weekend was long. I was wanting an announcement all weekend. Well, now I'm Miss fan. It's happening. It's done. The next thing you need to follow is recruiting. And that's where Zach comes in because that's where I think you're going to see the most, uh, the, the most tangible yeah. short-term results. Well, and, and this is – Key here, Ben. I know you and I were talking about it before we hit the record button. Um, the Vault Society has a meet and greet with him tomorrow at 4.30 before the public announcement. Uh, I'll be interested to see the uh, the number of people there for that one. There was a big crowd for Lane Kiffin's announcement, his introductory press conference. Um, I imagine it's going to be similar to that, maybe more. Um, might be more just because people are just clamoring for Ole Miss basketball to be relevant again. Um because I do think Ole Miss is a very underrated basketball fan base. When AK had it because rolling. Because it's never been anything. It's never been anything. Remember when uh, they were all disappointed in AK, and yet they were disappointed to be in the NIT, and they went all the way. All they had to do was beat a crappy Georgia Tech team led by Josh Pastner, who's been fired, to get to the yeah. NIT finals in New York. People were excited about it. They packed the pavilion, and they were sick of the NIT. That was the biggest criticism of Andy. Oh, God, it's the NIT. Even though the NIT is, is basically like making the Music City Bowl, and everybody gets fired up with the Music City Bowl, even the Texas Bowl, when almost lost five of his last six this year, we'll fall. It sucks, yeah. but they still got there as the postseason and meant something to them. The NIT basketball is not viewed that way, even though it's at the same level. And yet, despite all of it, and the fact that they didn't want to be in the NIT, they were sick of it, they're always criticizing for the NIT, which I get it. The NIT is not the NCAA tournament. I don't like it either. They showed up. They I was going to say, that, that, that shows lost. that shows that they yeah, care. They care. Like, by that point, they were like, well, shit, who cares? We're going to go and support them because they're winning. But, like, but I remember as an undergrad, like, the tap head would get rocking on weekdays. 
for SEC games. And look, you can make oh, all the jokes God. you want. I remember like, you remember Clarence Sanders hitting that shot against LSU. One of the best yeah. environments I've ever been around. That was that was ever. an insane game. Full circle here on the pod. It was uh, Tubby's son who who uh, tipped the pass. Yeah, Brian Smith. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, Got like the assist I, to Clarence. It was it was it was appointment. Uh, say it's not appointment television, but like it was a it was an event to go to basketball games. Like students would go. And I think that like this is such a huge hire for that to get the community more involved because it is hard to get to Oxford, Mississippi for a Tuesday night game. I understand that. But now that you have hired this guy who completely turned Texas Tech basketball on its head and turned them into a national power in short order, and then he did the same thing at Texas, I mean, I, I just think it's going to be just through the roof. And then you've got an AD like Keith Carter who – is a is an alum is a guy that played basketball at Ole Miss like he eats sleeps breathes everything Ole Miss athletics but Ole Miss basketball and I think that that's like the weight of this hire and why it's such a big deal and it shows that Ole Miss is you know hey look like we're tired of this we're tired of this shit we're tired of getting pushed around in, in the league so I, I think that that's what's what's so jarring in the best way is that they finally, and not that they weren't trying before, but it's like, hey, you know what? Like, we're we're dead serious about basketball now. And, I mean, Chris Beard is a dead serious hire and a guy that, I mean, if you're setting it at 18 and a half, boy, at 11.41 a.m. Central Time, Monday, March yep, 13th, I'm, over. I'm going over. Because I think the talent sure. coming back is perfectly capable of playing for a guy like Chris Beard, but then he's, you know, he's it's even less than that. It's less, it's less about like the talent coming back and the talent he's going to bring in. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I think this is me here. Cause I was told that he's on the road. I think tomorrow's introductory press conference. Now, obviously a little later in the day. So people can, you know, maybe skirt out of work a little early, get out and, and get there. I think it's because he's also working. Like he's trying to finalize his staff. He's trying to get out and recruit. He's trying to call guys. He's calling guys to I'll come back. Because um, I was told that, you know, he's been there since I think late Thursday night, maybe Friday morning, and he's been working. Like this wasn't some like, hey, and let's get why, back. Let's go to Ajax and eat and go to baseball games. Like, no, he's been busy. And that's why, like, when we see, when you see message board posts or Twitter mentions or whatever, where's the announcement? It's happening, guys. Don't panic. <laughs> you can't, I guess, explicitly say it, but he's working. He's in town. There's a reason why, even though the national media gets all the coverage of it, like it's there's a reason why all the local guys have been pretty much saying, hey, this is a done deal, and now they followed up a couple days later. I mean, this was the design. And early this week, press conference, we were just kind of hoping for earlier than that because it's been done. It's probably been done, I'd say, since I, I guess we reported on Thursday. Yeah. That they'd come to an agreement. He was on the verge of being hired. This has been done. And he has been working. And I think, like I said, the, the first results you'll see from Ole Miss hiring Chris Beard will come in the way of uh, some recruiting momentum. And then also, as far as his assistant hires, it, it's happening. It's, it's in, in process. It's been in process. So for the reluctant Ole Miss fan that was just waiting for the rug to be pulled out from under, you know, man, it's happened. I mean, I guess you needed the official word, but it's here. It's, it's happening. <laughs> and uh, it's huge, man. It's the biggest yeah, I mean, thing I... that Ole Miss basketball could have done. Yeah, I mean, I think the local beat, 
was all simpatico with this. Like everybody was, you know, hey, it's 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 done. And, you know, we got it out there Thursday. Everybody else pretty much followed suit and, and had it, and everybody was prepared for today. Um, and then national guys start start clamoring and start putting stuff out there that it's, you know, it's close to being done, deals finalized, all of that. It's um honestly, when was the last time Ole Miss was in the national media like this for basketball? Marshall. The Marshall Jersey, Jersey pop at Auburn. The last time would be the NCAA tournament in Kansas City when Marshall took over college basketball by himself. Andy Kennedy was sitting by Charles Barkley talking about Marshall. And they were and they were a clipped fingernail away from the Sweet 16. Yeah. I mean, you could say when Ole Miss made the NCAA tournament uh, conference debut season, but they got absolutely dog-walked. And the only thing that really came from that weekend outside of Ole Miss, you know, regionally, locally, oh, yeah, they made the NCAA tournament again finally. Well, nationally, it was just that that uh, Devontae Shuler was an AAU teammate of Zion who was in his side of the bracket. That was it. Because they got absolutely dog-walked by Oklahoma. And Ole Miss wasn't a story anymore. And that's when everything just went to crap. And they started losing. They got close when Jarko Joyner almost carried them to a win over LSU. That's the tournament to get them into the NCAA tournament. But even mm-hmm. then, you weren't on the national stage as far as relevancy. I mean, it, was, it wasn't like national – coverage was beating down his doors to talk to Jark Hill and Kermit, whoever it might be. Chris Beard, you do that immediately. I mean, they've been the story of college. They've been a story. Maybe not the story, but the story was Selection Sunday. But a story during Selection Sunday weekend was Ole Miss basketball after an 11-win season. And the only way you get that is with Chris Beard. I mean, you had a... Yeah, it's a big deal what, a two-week span, two-and-a-half-week span where Ole Miss defeats Florida in the SEC tournament title game. I mean, that was national television Sunday. It's one of the last remaining championship games. They were front and center. And then, I mean, you you waltz in to the Sprint Center, and the, the score doesn't really indicate. I mean, they whipped five-seed Wisconsin. And... That was kind of when people were like, okay. Because, I mean, this was back when, you know, five-seed Wisconsin that had Sam Decker and um, Bo Ryan was there, and they were rolling. Um, I mean, they had some dudes. Frank Kaminsky was on that team, and Ole Miss took it to them. And then you lose on the floater to LaSalle. You were so close to getting to the Sweet 16 for the first time in a long time. I I don't want to do math right now, but – um but yeah, so it, it's it's a big day for Ole Miss to once again be nationally relevant in a sport that it's been a decade since they were nationally relevant. Essentially, I mean, if if we're being honest, so um, yeah, we'll have more follow up on the Chris Beard hire. We'll have, uh, I would assume that that our good buddy Jake Thompson will be in uh, the building for the introductory press conference tomorrow. He has a column up on the site. Um, we've got more. I've got a recruiting article up on Chris Beard, the recruiter, and we'll have more for you at omspirit.com, part of On3. Want to give a shout-out to Ben for calling in. On the road, still working, the consummate professional. But uh, that's going to do it for this no, edition. No, I want to be there, man. I want to be there at Chris <laughs> Beard Introductory Press Conference, man. I'm not going to be able to be there. So all Ole Miss fans or just somebody, if you want to get like a white tee at Walmart, 
and write spirit Ben was here in spirit. That's cool, man. Roll with that. <laughs> we can put us we could we can we can put a t shirt on a chair and save it for you up front. Yeah, I'll do something. Like pour one out for your friend, man, because I wanted to be it for you. Yeah. We'll get we'll, this is we'll like get... this is like a this is a watershed moment in, in Ole Miss sports history. Because like I said, it's just like winning the national championship in, in baseball, it's not that because the national championship is the goal. But as far as how we'll mark time with this sport, it starts today. Chris Beard, it starts today. We will mark time on Ole Miss basketball based off of this. Because if Chris Beard can't do it at Ole Miss, who the hell can? In talking for the Gen Z crowd in terms of memes, for a while it was, this could be us, but you playing. Now it's what a time. What a it's time. wild. It's wild. So, um, yeah, we'll, maybe we'll get Jake to FaceTime us and we can be there in spirit tomorrow, but, um, be there in spirit literally and figuratively. There you go. Um, there you go. that's going to do it for Ben safe travels, my man, uh, have fun on spring break. And, um, for Ben over there, I'm Zach. This has been talk of champions. We will have more at homespirit.com part of on three stay locked in until the next time we out. Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.